You're listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Your mother won't like it. Um, I'm James Threlfall. Um, I'm 23 and I've always lived near Bath and I ended up skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, long-term friend of the skateboarding show. Having when, How old were you when you first appeared on when I used to do the radio show? I believe... The first interview, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I think I was like, I was, was I 17? Was, was, it, I was it really was, six years ago? Yeah, I think so. And okay. it was at NAS and you kind of like preyed on me and pulled me to a bar. A little um, bit predatory. Yeah. yeah. And we sat, we sat there like not drinking alcoholic drinks, of course, because I was 17. Um, we absolutely weren't doing that in any way. <laughs> um, yeah. We absolutely weren't getting wired on free relentless that we were just helping oh, ourselves to. Oh, man. I would but... say those were the days, but I'm not sure they were. I'm not sure they were. <laughs> Gut ache for the next two days because you're like, oh, maybe four cans of relentless in two hours is not a good idea, actually. I remember, I remember like the Vert guys all used to, like the younger guys, obviously Jake Anderson and that, who right. aren't so young anymore, but we were all a bit younger. They were considerably better, Jake and that, obviously. But I think, yeah, they used to do like drinking as much relentless as you could in a day. And I, man, I never, I never partook. Is partook a word? Yeah, we, we whatever. Can use that. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, I never, I never took part. Maybe that's a better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's better. Um, yeah, I never took part in that. But I think, I swear, Jake Anderson, he did like ten full-size oh, cans in a day. Oh, but I'm pretty sure it ended badly. I don't think. I'm not surprised. I don't think it went well for him. But he must have been like 14 at the time, and oh still doing God. like melon fives and stuff. So. Yeah, well, backside five. Sean Goff will have, have me for that. Right, melon yeah. five. But yeah, so um, so a lot has changed in those last six years. Um, and I guess let's just keep the condensed version. What are you up to nowadays? Tell us what what a guan in the world of the James Thrawful. Um, well, first and foremost, but I left school, um, <laughs> which was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, no man, a lot has happened actually. Yeah. A lot has happened. So um. Yeah, no, the, well, the most recent stuff is I'm, I'm doing, like, I'm presenting a TV show at the moment. Um, but, yeah, presenting is just, like, blown up a bit, which is really, really cool. Because I've been presenting events since I, since I was 14. We've already discussed me, like, hosting events in our first interview. Like, because I, yeah, I, yeah. I was hosting, like, smaller events, like the Wiltshire Skate Series, which I set up years ago, which is still going. I still, I still host that, which is really cool. So that's coming up, like, nearly 10 years, I think, um, which is quite crazy for an event of kind of that scale um but yeah that just kind of progressed on and on and on um and then we were getting to events and i was skating for animal um and animal were like they'd have people there filming and they'd be like we need a piece to camera just for someone to say like oh we're at nas like or whatever um and yeah no one was really that keen and i was always like well i'll do it and then in the end it kind of got to the point where like i was having people ask me Right. To do it, which was really cool. So like You were the go to guy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but like yeah, I remember I remember like Ryan Matthews at NAS coming up to him being like, Look, we're doing like um we're doing a, a course previews and people were doing like um like four like spots on the course. Like pick out your four favourite obstacles and do a video and say why and then you do like a trick on them. And it was just these short videos. Um but I remember Ryan like came straight to me and was like, Yeah, yeah, will you do it? And it was like that was when I kind of got thinking like, yeah, you know, like people were asking me to do this. Maybe I should push it a little harder. So I ended up, I kind of looked for a bit of work and I ended up doing some like 
I did an advert for Coca-Cola and I did an advert for Sky. Um, and I got told I was like selling out and stuff, which was <laughs> wicked. But it was like when you're like 18 and you, you get paid to do... You get paid uh, for skateboarding. Like, yeah. yeah. I, d- I did like a half an hour for Sky and it was... Well, it sounds like I'm like, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, did, I did like half an hour for Sky and it was like the most I'd ever earned in one go. Right. And it was like I got put up in a hotel and they literally asked me to talk about how I like I use this Sky app when I'm away skating which I never used. Um, but we talked about that. And then they were like, oh, can you just do something past the camera? So I was like, well, the only flip trick I can do is a tray flip, pretty much. So I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a tray flip. So I just rolled past, did a couple of tray flips, and they're like, great, 30 minutes later. And they literally handed me just this check, and they were like, sweet, thanks for that. And I was like, wow. And I don't even know if it got used. I don't even know if it got used. That, that, that's what I've always said there's this weird balancing act because we live in England and we have a really small skateboarding scene. And if you can make money doing the thing that you love, then if it's for Sky or Coca-Cola, well, then for me, there's an element of, what the hell, just do it. Just yeah. bloody do it. Like, really? Like, what are you going to do? Stack shelves in Tesco's instead? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like... You know, it's all well and good saying, yeah, you got to keep it cool, man. It's all well and good saying that when you're like 17, living at home, and you don't have rent to pay and bills to pay and food to buy. Like When you've got real life adult shit to be doing, you've got to be getting on with it. It's as simple as that, you yeah. know? Yeah, and I think the the cool thing for me was like, I went, it, people just see, how, like, I, I remember I put on Facebook, uh, I got like, a load of stick just like my board on the train and I was like off to do an advert for Sky and I was obviously a bit naive like I'd probably have kept that quiet but <laughs> like you know it's like oh he's a sellout and it was like speaking about me in like a third person on my status and I was like oh, okay whatever um, and that pops up on memories on Facebook which is hilarious that popped up not that long ago and I was like I remember that um, but no the, the cool thing was I went into it knowing what I was talking about and the thing was they didn't want me to say anything that was like ridiculous. Yeah, right. They wanted okay. they wanted me to talk a bit about skating and what I do with skating, and I was saying about you know traveling around and obviously then it was like more around England than it is now, um, and they were just like talk about how you use the app and it was like well I use apps all the time when I'm traveling. It's like it's not completely far fetched that I yeah. would use, yeah, like the Sky Go app whilst I'm traveling. I don't have a Sky subscription, but it's like I'm watching YouTube videos. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it would be like if YouTube thing. came to you and said. Can you just talk about how you watch skate videos on your or the, through the YouTube app on your phone? You'd be like, well, that's not, oh, yeah. that's not selling out because yeah. I do it. Like, that's what I actually do. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, I, I, and yeah, it, was, it wasn't like completely selling out in my eyes at all. And it was like, at that point, I was also running an online skate shop, which was, so I skated for Skate Warehouse for a couple of years and I was leaving school and I was like, I went, went to my dad and I was like, I just don't think I want to go to university because like, I don't know what I want to do. So why am I going to spend all this money at university? And I was like, worst case scenario is like, I got good grades and stuff at, in sick form. And I was like, worst case scenario is it just does not work at all and I can go to uni. And I was like, I said to my dad, I was like, that's completely what I'll do. And he was completely chill with it. But obviously at that point, totally naive. I was 17. I phoned up Will at Skate Warehouse and I was like, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to try this, blah, 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 blah. And had no money behind me. And I was trying to be an online store. Yeah. And it was like, I'm relying on the skate scene in Wiltshire pretty much to buy from me. <laughs> Which was like, you know, there were some guys that were buying from me. And like the local dudes were buying. It was like wicked. I was selling all the local guys like blueprint boards and stuff. And that felt amazing because 
Blueprint were a brand I loved at that point. And I was I had started skating for Jart, so I was selling Jart boards. And I was like, you know, it felt really good. But I was kind of funding all of that from being like a part-time skateboarding instructor. I think I started it with 500 quid. Right. And it's like, you're competing online with the likes of Route yeah. One and Roller Snakes and Skate Hut at that point. And it's Skate Warehouse, you know, even though I wasn't like, oh, I need to steal sales from Skate Warehouse. I was just trying to do my thing. But in terms of people that are buying stuff, why are they going to come to me? rather than those guys. But I was 17. I was like, I'm going to run a skate shop, dude. (laughs) And you know, you're so naive. But yeah, so I get that money from Sky and I'm pretty sure it kind of, it just got lost in buying stock that (laughs) I kind of never... Never got sold. Yeah. Still sat in your garage now. (laughs) Mate, I still have probably, probably about 20 Make Friends with a Colour Blue, uh, Make Friends with a Colour Blue DVD from uh, (laughs) Blueprint. Because I was was buying all this Blueprint stuff and I was like, yes, Make Friends with a Colour Blue six skate video and i think i sold like two because i think it ended up on like youtube or whatever oh, and then i've, I've just got this stack and i just like i give them to people but i kind of keep them as well but yeah so it was like you know at that point i was i was kind of just funding all of that stuff and so even though i like sold out it was like actually i just kind of i think i just went and bought stock straight away like i've got money let's go and put it all into stock that probably isn't going to sell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I did that, which is cool. But then, yeah, so all of that kind of stuff was happening and I was like, you know what, maybe I can like make a show reel and actually do something with this. Cause I was like, you know, you're a kid and you dream of being like a professional skateboarder. And it's like, I was kind of getting to the point where I was like, you know what, being a professional skateboarder, not only is it, I'm going to have to get a hell of a lot better to be a professional skateboarder. It's like, <clears throat> do I really want to be, having to skate at that level every day, if you could hypothetically get there, you look at the kind of stuff that's going down. Yeah. It's like, man, Jerry, uh, like, Sue? How do you say it? Jerry, Hsu? It's a silent yeah, right. H, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, like, you you see how how much that guy grafts. And, like, you look at, like, the Stay Gold B-sides and stuff. And, like, man, the stuff that guy puts his body through for every single trick. And it's like, you know, it's not just him. But he just springs to mind as someone like, yeah. you know, you look at the guys like Pedro and it's oh like, oh my God, you see them throwing themselves around those bowls, padless. And it's like the slams that they are taking, man, are just unreal. And it's like, you've got to like change your mindset entirely. And I think I just don't know if I'd enjoy that so much. I enjoy kind of pushing myself, but it's like, yeah, I kind of realized, you know what? I'm going to have to get a hell of a lot better to ever be a professional skateboarder i'm gonna have to fully move to america which would be fine but it's like i've got to get to that level first so put everything else on hold for something that probably isn't going to happen and i was like you know how cool would it be to have this hybrid career of being able to be like yeah european skateboarder that skates for brands skate brands represent skate brands but at the same time i can promote skateboarding and make a career through doing presenting some sort of secondary element of it absolutely and it was like so that it was just kind of a no-brainer at that point. So I was just like, man, I've like I've got my plan. So it was like I never kind of, even though the skate shop didn't work out, and I ended up I didn't crawl back to skate warehouse, but I skate with Adam Keats all the time. And by that point, he'd kind of I think he got on the team just after I left or something, because um, there wasn't much of a team when I was skating for them. And then Adam came to me, and we like I think he was just chilling at my house. We, he'd come and he like he comes and stays at mine for like weekends and stuff. And he just came down, and I was saying, yeah, you know skate shot didn't work out but you know what whatever like it was a good experience and stuff and i didn't want to ask will to go back to skate warehouse but he was like yeah like well i'll speak to will and i was like oh do you think like 
do you think he'd be cool with that? Because I don't want to take the piss. Like, yeah, right. Go back to him like, so the so shop that I was I... trying to like, <laughs> without thinking about it, compete with you with, didn't work. Can I come back? <laughs> like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy. But um, but Adam was like, no, no, no. I'll go and speak to Will, and Will was like, I'll be stoked. I'll be back. And I was like, that you know, that is Skate Warehouse. Like cool. that is a big plug for Skate Warehouse right there. I love love those guys. But um, but yeah. So we were kind of just doing doing that kind of stuff. Got back skating for Skate Warehouse, and you know, I don't know where I was going with that at all. But it just kind of developed Leading from there. Back to your your presenting. Work. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. man, it just totally developed from there. So the you know shop didn't work out, and yeah, that was it. It was more but the shop didn't work out. I went back to Skate Warehouse, and I was like, okay, my focus now can be this hybrid career of hopefully like being able to skate like almost every day and just enjoy it and not be like oh i've got to put out video part of the year that's going to be current for 10 seconds (laughs) um and i've got to really win all these contests and stuff and you know there's no it's it's wicked because i don't feel any pressure like that anymore um yeah i'm going to like more contests and filming and everything so much at the moment but it's like i'm not there like this has to be insane like even though i want it to be the best it can be it's like i can just enjoy it you know which is wicked um and then yeah it just led it just grew and grew and grew and i just kind of like i don't I, i like working hard at things i like earning things and the whole tv side of things was like well if i can if i can get to that level then I'm going to do it. I'm going to work my hardest. So is that what's happening right now? I mean, yeah. I know it is, but I'm doing an interview, so I can't just, like, <laughs> know that in my mind. I've got to ask yeah, you the question yeah, yeah. about to lead you into it. Yeah, absolutely. How, how did that come about? What What are you doing right now? What have you just finished doing, and how did it come about? Yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're doing, like, a, a six-part, like, documentary travelling series um, with the Extreme Sports Channel. It's a show called Now, now Boarding, um, which is really, really cool. Like, it's it's just traveling around and just meeting like i have to do it's so funny i do this intro piece which is like welcome to now boarding a tv series where we travel to six european cities meeting people and projects that take skate have taken skateboarding to another level and it's like every time i'm talking about it, i'm like yeah we're like interviewing people and projects that have taken skateboarding so i feel like i'm doing the intro to the show again <laughs> but yeah that's it's it's essentially is that in a nutshell we're just going around and just meeting amazing guys like i've gotten to know like Pritchard so well right from dirt who well I said from Dirty Sanchez it's like everyone's always like Pritchard from Dirty Sanchez and through doing this show I've gotten to know like the amazing stuff that Pritchard did before Sanchez oh yeah like if you're if you're my age or even like 30 upwards he's not Pritch from Dirty Sanchez he's Pritch who was on Panic and on Blueprint and like and like then he did Dirty Sanchez exactly it's like Pritch who that crazy Welsh guy that was going to like kill it at some comp that at Radlands or something, yeah, you know? Exactly. We, we feature all of that, but then also just like meeting the guy that I watched on TV doing crazy stuff. <laughs> and it's like, do you know what? Like he is totally like the same guy, but then finding out about how he's, it's like, it's almost like Sanchez was like this kind of addiction's a bad word but like you know it's it's he it's like that this thing like you've got to push ex- like whatever you're doing to the furthest level that you absolutely can which I, I respect a lot but when it's sanchez that's going to take a lot of a toll like a big toll on your body um but now finding out about how he's doing his endurance like 
Yeah, right. He does a lot of that stuff, stuff. doesn't he? He does yeah, like triathlon, 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 triathlon. What, whatever um, they are. Yeah. He also but, does activities, but he does running, jump, running, running, <laughs> swimming, jumping. Oh my god, so knackered. Jumping, I'm so knackered. We have had a bowl session. We've just had a rush session. <laughs> um, he does triathlons, doesn't he? Yeah, but that's the thing. You can't even be like he just does triathlons because he does like he he wants to run like across America and stuff because he's like, oh yeah. Thought Forrest Gump was kind of like funny, and let's do it. So it's like you know, it's, it's more or less like that. The guy is like, he's so committed, but it was so cool just going round, and like I'm presenting this series, but it does you can't call it like it is work. It's what yeah. I'm doing to like pay my rent now more so than ever because I've cut back on all my other work now because this is seeming to take off and it's like i'm 23 i've got to take a bit of a risk on it you know um so obviously i'm earning a lot less so i've got to make sure that the tv stuff is paying but like i'm there we're saying like you know can we call this a job like just, <laughs> you, you say oh, oh you're working today and it is like you're pulling like 12 14 hour days you literally get up pack up the camera equipment bra- grab breakfast on the go and you're out and you get back at like 10 o'clock at night midnight whatever i mean pete we're filming an episode at the moment with um like a, a drum and bass producer and dj and pete who's directing and filming it he's got to go and pull pretty much an all-nighter in cambridge filming one of his sets um and it's like you know is that is the work but it's like can, can we call that work but it's like i'm just going around and meeting these amazing people that have all come from skateboarding and it'll be there yeah. all night filming that and whatever episode that's on the whole episode is only half an hour so like the material from that is going to be oh dude minimal. the material yeah. is probably a minute yeah like it's cutaways yeah, it's yeah. not even like we're at a live performance right yeah, now yeah. um it's just cutaway stuff but like yeah it's amazing because we have this it's a small crew but everyone's just so committed to it man like it, and it's it, it's great like like I say, you know, it's these people. The co- the concept is cool. It's it's like these people that have started out skating. So everyone had that one thing in common, you know. Right. Everyone started in pretty much the same place, but then have gone off in all these different directions. So you know, we just got back from France filming with uh, Lucas Beaufort, who in French is Luca Beaufort, Beaufort. Who, which sounds a lot cooler. Beaufort. Sounds a lot cooler. Right. And that guy, man, artist, right. absolutely incredible. And he has just gotten like super well known for his like his trademark kind of thing is these monsters that he draws and paints and stuff and he started drawing them onto like um, magazine covers and stuff and he just got really well known for doing all these like quirky designs and he's since designed board series with like almost and zero and all of this stuff and he's just he's killing it but hearing his passion alongside you know music producers and like an endurance athletes and yeah. We went out and we, we not only skated Simple Session, the, the contest, but we were filming a TV episode on Simple Session being, you know, a, a, a contest in Estonia that's now become probably like Europe's biggest skateboarding contest. And it's in Estonia of all places, you yeah. know, tiny country. So it's like, it's all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's just amazing just kind of being able to take skateboarding and, and push it to that level with TV. You know? You're listening to The Skateboarding Show, you dance breeds. Hey, it's Matt from Decimal Skate Shop in Sirencester. We're located in th- at Three Swan Yard, uh, open seven days a week, ten, 10 till 5.30, Monday to Saturday, and 11 till 4 on a Sunday. Uh, if you can't get to us to see us in the store, check us out at www.decimalstore.com. Uh, and always feel free to give us a call on 01285 656 Help support skater-owned. It's important to keep everyone rolling. Just in case we're being a bit too subtle about this, 
come along on the 11th of March to Hastings. It yeah. will be amazing. Yeah, Saturday 11th of March at the Salt Skate Park in Hastings. And it's from midday onwards. We're doing like an under-16s jam, Masters, girls, hopefully, assuming enough of them turn up, and then a sort of pro-sponsored um, main main event and best trick. And uh, the best trick prize is a trip to that Hotel Blue in um, Greece with a pool in it. All right, yeah. Which is pretty amazing. And there's £2,000 prize money. And it's free to spectate and free to enter. This is Jeremy Fox from Flip. Hey, this is Lance Mountain. Yes, hi, this is Ron Glyphberg. This is Tom Penny and you're watching the skateboarding show. Yeah. I, w I was going to move on to that next because I know you've just come back from, well, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. You, I know you were out at Simple Session. You went out for about a week or so before. Um, so what, what, what was that like? Yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. Like, I just, man, it bugs me so much. I'm, I'm quite competitive at heart. And even though I'm not like, I've got to do really well in every contest, it's more like a, I want to skate as well as I can skate. And at the end of the day, if I put down a run that I was really happy with and ended up in last, I'd be a bit bummed, but I'd be like, do you know what? I'm stoked on that. And yeah, simple session. I had this like backside air opening trick and it was off this like probably like 14 foot drop in maybe. Um, and it was like a massive flat bank to quarter and this big transfer that was like a, a quarter pipe, like seven, eight foot maybe, gap over into this like huge flat bank hip. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, you know what, if I can open with that and then that like lines me up for the jump box line and stuff, that'd be great. Um, and Dave Duncan was there like, you are you starting on that? And I was like, I was there like, yeah, man, no, yeah. No, 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 no. He didn't, he didn't say, you, are you starting on that? He said, He's starting on that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's wicked. I've gotten to know Dave at like contests and stuff now, and it's like, you know, Dave, this kind of legend. Double D. He's, he's just like, like he the looks... most gravelly voice. Let's yeah. get let's get him to do the MCing. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, Man, he does he does a good job though. Man. He's like you can hear him from a mile off, and you're like, yeah. Dave's on the mic. Yeah, um, but yeah, like so we're warming up, and obviously there's the live coverage and stuff, and Dave's doing the mic, and he just like mouths me. He's like James, like. Are you dropping in on that to start your run? And I'm like, they're like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm dropping in on this. And what do I do? Like, I drop in, backside air. And it's just like, it's, it's like you, when, you're, when you're airing, it just feels like slow motion, like in a contest. It feels like everything is, like you're rolling towards the quarter and the quarter's like never coming. Right. Because like, I, get, I get so like, I can feel my heart. And I'm like, whew, whew. and I look across at Keats and like, Keats is so good at contests, man. And, I don't know. He says he gets nervous, but I'm like, you just, you don't look it, like, it look you don't like look like I'm yeah, feeling right yeah, now. Yeah. And I'm like looking down at my board and I'm like, <laughs> so I drop in and like, yeah, I just basically, I'm in the air and I feel my fingertips go on the board and I'm like, here we go. And I just feel my board like roll off my fingers. And oh, I was like, no. no. And like, yeah, my board just falls behind me and I just run out and I was like, Literally there, yeah, like, to Dave, like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I wasn't like, yeah. But I was like, yeah, man, yeah, I'm dropping in on this. And he's like, yeah. And then I drop in a bell. I'm like, great. <laughs> well, like, yeah, cool. That looked good. Um, I got it in the, like, in the jam session afterwards. But I just get so, like, lost. And, you know, I just, I think I need to chill out in contests, man, to be honest. I've... And you guys were allowed your full time for those runs, weren't you? It wasn't, if I remember rightly, because I watched some of the live yeah. feed. It wasn't like... Uh, 
X amount of time or until you bail. Yeah, it was like yeah, X yeah. amount of time, yeah. full stop. Yeah. You can start again if you want to. But uh-huh. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Because okay. like, I almost wish like the vert guys do first wall rebate. Right, okay. Um, which is sick because, yeah, I mean, some people, people... who are super nervous, that could be really helpful. Yeah, yeah some yeah. people like, some people really like, they they just they they take advantage of it almost too much right and like you get a lot of guys at the the vert contest that will drop in like triple flip indie bail and they're like oh yeah first we'll rebate backside air and then they'll go right, start yeah. their run because it's like you know what if i get that i then, like then rad yeah, yeah but if i don't i can just start then again I've still got my yeah i've got my yeah. i i just start again and i'm absolutely fine so it's like you know it swings around about man but yeah it's it was cool because obviously i could just jump back on but I've wasted so much time on that. And then, you know, like I said, I got it in the jam, but there was loads of stuff. Like I had a nose blunt on the bank and just kept halfway through. And I'm like, I haven't done the nose blunt on the bank. And I'm <laughs> skating over as fast as I can. And it's like two, one, like just before I pop this nose blunt. And I'm like, you know what? Like whatever. And I just fell on my back. <laughs> it's just like, it's, man, I just, I struggle. I struggle. Um, And like, yeah, there was one year at NAS that I like, I skated this opening run and Churchill was pretty much doing the timer and emceeing it. And I had like probably the best opening run for a contest I've ever had. And Churchill was just like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and he said on the mic, he's like, you're making everyone else look like an idiot. And I was like, yes. I was like, best contest ever. And then I get into the jam and I just, I, I like bailed everything, <laughs> bailed everything. And I was just there like, that was my chance. <laughs> and I was like, it was so bad. It was so bad. I skate, I skate practice well every contest. Sinful session was the same. And then somehow in the contest, it always goes wrong. But then I, now I feel like because I know that in my head, I'm like dropping in like, oh, well, I'm going to do bad. Like Right, okay. Yeah, you're cool. kind of stuck in that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know whether I like it's something I just need to get over. I feel like because the pressure's off now a bit more because of the TV stuff. I like you know no no one's there like James needs to do well you know like I ended up I got on um flow for element which I'm really stoked on but the guys right. at element like I speak to Alex the team manager a lot and I just keep him updated and everything and he's really hyped on all the TV stuff I'm doing cool. and yeah like they're great but it's like he doesn't really care how I do it like simple right. session you know if I care like I'm not at that point in like well, this guess, level with element where I need to be doing well in contests. I, and I stuff, guess yeah. though, at least at least you're there. At least you're repping. Yeah, at least you're sure. out there. You know, at for least sure. you're not just sat on your sofa at home, yeah. like waiting for product to turn up, and not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And like we placed, we placed like both of us placed midfield. We were like side by side, which was really cool. But it's like you know, there's no pressure from element to be like nice. doing really well and everything. And yeah, like they're like you say, they're just kind of obviously. It's good that I'm there, which is great. But so that that's what you're doing right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what plans have you got for the future? Like like immediate. I mean, we're we're in March now. So what have you got coming up this summer? Um, a lot, man. Like, yeah, there's a lot I can't really talk about, but there's a okay. lot of like career changing okay. stuff, which will be absolutely amazing. And right. you know, yeah, big networks and stuff that I'm hopefully set to work with. Um, just looking forward to getting this show handed over um and seeing where that goes so that's going out in like 60 countries i think which wow. is yeah it's it's a big deal i'm just really excited for that and seeing kind of where that can go and if we can get like a second season or something like that or even like work on a new show you know so just something with you know amc networks who are obviously huge they do like walking dead and uh and breaking bad and such like right. but they they own the extreme sports channel so okay. when we go to london for our meetings we're in 
at the AMC Networks offices and everything, and it's right. is is really big and really legit. So I'm I'm hoping you know to keep working with them, which would be great. Um, and also now we're kind of getting to the end of this show. I've got part of a a video part for Element that I've been working on, and I just really want to like finish that man and just kind of put that to bed and be like stop talking about this <laughs> Element video part that I'm allegedly doing. You know, I think it's it is I don't it's not going to be like. I, I highly doubt it's going to be like a huge deal. Is it'll be a big deal for me, but it's not going to be. It's probably not going to be something that like you know, Thrasher are going to be like wow, you know. But it's like I just I'm I'm stoked that like you know I get to be a small part of Element in a brand that I've loved since I was a kid and and has so much heritage in skateboarding and to give back in a way just to be like look I've I've put effort into filming a video part for you it goes out on YouTube and it's there and, uh, you know, it's, it's just a, it's, it's kind of a, I'm trying to say thank you a bit, you know? Um, and hopefully, you know, it kind of just, uh, it showcases a bit more of my skateboarding. Um, and yeah, uh, hopefully people like it. And that's, that's kind of it really. I'm just trying to push this TV stuff. There's a lot that I can't talk about, sure. but yeah, sure. there's exciting things to come, man. Good. Good. Well, James, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, Thank thanks you. a lot, man. It's it's nice to have a regular guest as you and a few <laughs> other people like Pauli and a few others that are always on here. And I like that because cause, cause you know what you're talking about. There's, you know, there's nothing better than somebody who knows what they're talking about. Man, yeah, no, thank you. It's it's cool to be a regular alongside the likes of Pauli, man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's 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 an honour. That's an honour. But yeah, no, hopefully I'll be like, you know, 60 and... If you're 80 and still around, um, Gee, I'm not that much <laughs> older than you. And, uh, yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're still hanging in there, we could be doing doing shows for years, you know. And we could be like, yeah, look back at when James. Can and you Marcy. remember when skateboards <laughs> had wheels on? It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. All this hoverboard stuff. I don't know. I don't know. And you, know, you'll still be instructing skateboarding, and and yeah. this is how you do a front slasher. Yeah, because it's the only trick yeah. I can do. Well, I mean, have we put in your application for Olympic coach yet? Have we uh, done? Ovs? Oh, wow. What are you on about? Man. I feel like, like that's like, a no-brainer. Like that, like that same day it was in the news, I was like, right, who do I need to speak to about this then? <laughs> right, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah, that's so good, man. You got, got my backing. We need to start a hashtag. That's what it's hashtag. all about nowadays. Hashtag. It's like, you know. Hashtag Radio Brett for Olympic coach. Yeah, absolutely. With the, I love, with a I number l- four in it in the middle. <laughs> I love that everyone knows you as Radio Brett as well. <laughs> like, all, all the guys who were skating the other week and all the guys that hadn't met you before. I was like, oh, yeah, that's Radio Brett. They're like, why is he Radio Brett? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like they'd actually, a lot of them had heard like the, of your, like your show and stuff. They see it on Facebook. And they're like, oh. He's Radio Brett because he does the radio show. I'm like, well, yeah, but it's like introducing you as Radio Brett. People were a bit like, what? <laughs> like, why? Why is he called this? But yeah, man, it's good. Work it. Don't. I. I, I think it's better if people don't know your last name. Yeah, man. I yeah, feel, we'll, I feel, we'll keep it anonymous. I feel like you should that. be more stoked on that. If anyone ever asks you, like, Radio Brett, what is your last name? Just be like, nah. Nah. No. No. Brett is I'm, my last name. I'm radio like, is my first I'm name. like Madonna and Cher. Yeah, right. Uh, and Sting. Yeah. And print. There's just yeah. no surname. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. This is it. This is it. We need, ah. we need to get this like wall of fame of guys. It's happening. It's already happened. It's happening. Here it's happening go. as we speak. Well, I mean, I'm excited for you. And it will be like, you need to start rocking some like crazy attire. I think you're looking too normal. You are wearing like the Hasoy tail. 
which is like, you know. Stoke that you described it as that as well. Well, only because you were describing it as that. Just for the record, I would never call it that. And I'm pretty sure Hasoy would never call it that as well. What else were you rocking today? Full pad and lids. Oh, yeah, no, you had your old school, old school colour TSGs. And yeah, you had your bright yellow T-shirt. I feel like you need to get a bit more outlandish, though. You need to get some like leopard, leopard print wrist oh, oh my gosh, yeah! You almost full sauber. I think you need to get snowboard goggles. That's what, that's what Sid started whenever he puts <laughs> anything on my wall. He's like, "Have it sauber." <laughs> wicked, wicked. But yeah, I think man, snowboard goggles and a bra, like. <laughs> Add, add those. Bra, what are you on about? And then, mate, I think this is it. I'm not saying you need one, but I think this is it. The moves, yeah. the moves are getting too big. Right. No, I think get a bra on, and like people, like it will turn heads even more. And people will be like, "Who's that?" And we'll oh be like, God. "Oh, Radio Brat, Radio yeah. Brat." And they're like, "I'll stay away from that guy." But then they'll see you. <laughs> they'll see you on the BBC with like the Olympic coverage, and it'll be like. <laughs> Team GB skateboard coach, Radio Brat. And it's like, what What do you do with your team? And you'll just be there like, yeah, man. Like rock, rocking your like, matching leopard print bra and wrist guards. And Now remember, everyone, I want flash, fresh. I want, I want front slashes in fresh. every... I want frashes in every <laughs> front in front, all right? Yeah. Frashes every front. Yeah. Yeah, um, like that. I think that's it. I think that's it. So I feel like we've massively gone off here. We, we've, we're done. We're you know, done. James Travel. Sure no one's listening anymore. So. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm Flea Minter. I'm EJ Minter. You're listening to the Skateboarding Show podcast. Click, listen, subscribe. Birmingham. Famous for Black Sabbath, The Bullring, and a third foot skateboards. A third foot have been gluing, pressing and shaping their own boards since they started in 1997. Ken and Joel are constantly developing their techniques to bring you the best skateboards possible. A third foot skateboards are available at all good skateboard shops. Or contact them direct through their website at athirdfoot.co.uk. Okay, guys, we've got a UK Independent Vert Series going on this year, 2017. We've got seven competitions up. We've got Adrenaline Alley, 2nd of April, Wheels of Steel. Uh, Ramp City Seaside Sessions on 28th of May in Blackpool. Uh, we've got South Sea Skate Park down in South Sea, uh, 18th of June. Uh, we've got the River Road Skate Park in St Neots on the 30th of July outside. Uh, Mount Hawk Skate Park's coming in at 3rd of September. Uh, down in Cornwall and Beast Ramps, Manchester, uh, 24th of September, the Mancunian Meltdown. And finally, down for Blockless Combat and Creation Skate Park on the 8th of October in Birmingham. Okay, get yourself down to uk.vertseries.com for all the info. We're on Facebook, we're on at UK Vert Series on Instagram and Twitter. See you there. Dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed.